It's a mean world out there. And it's a mean rage. Let's change the culture. Let's change the way we think about this world. Let's have a hell of a time doing it. Welcome to Mean Age Daydream, a home for comedy, a home for some politics, and a daydream of a world that doesn't suck. I'm Brian McWilliams. Welcome to this mad world. What's up, you Taco Bells of the ball? A little extra mean age daydream for you on this uh, Saturday when, uh, well, you could have got it early if you had gone to the Lions of Liberty Patreon or our locals community, patreon.com forward slash Lions of Liberty or Lions of Liberty dot locals because I'm releasing this early on Friday, the day I'm recording it. But, you know, whatever. It's a solo feed show, so I'm going to release it on Saturday for all you people out there to give you the good love. But, I was inspired to do a little extra here because I saw a couple stories that uh, struck my fancy. And, uh, you know, even though I do my morning rant shows on Good Morning Fuckhead over again behind our Patreon paywall, I didn't uh, didn't get into this until a little later. And uh, I just got to talk about it. A couple things. I'll start off with the one that, you know, it's just like it's funny because on my show, I'm like, you know, we got to sell the fantasy of uh, of liberty and got to sell the fantasy of what, you know, what can change for the better that's tangible to people. But we have to sell it in a way that lets them know, like, look, your life's going to be so much better out here. So there's good and bad to fantasy. The downside of fantasy is when people make stupid ass arguments based upon fantasies of their own imagining and then try to apply them to real world circumstances. And I'll give you an example. I just was you know, scrolling through Twitter. I got my, my work done for Friday, so I'm, I'm twicking around here. And I see this chick, Jill Filipovic, uh, a writer, lawyer, author. And she's got some book called "Okay, How My Generation, OK Boomer, comma, Got Left Behind, Let's Talk. Or it's, oh, OK, I see how it is. It's OK Boomer, comma, Let's Talk, How My Generation Got Left Behind. It's a bizarre, bizarre uh, setting for the typing here. So anyway... She's annoying. So she anyway has this tweet that I responded to. And it's, of course, about abortion, right? And you heard me do my show on abortion earlier this week. I'm not going to go into deep on abortion again. But I just had to take umbrage with this because she tweets out, there are millions of men whose lives would have been much worse without abortion. Men who wouldn't have found their big loves, wouldn't have their kids, wouldn't have been as successful, wouldn't have taken big risks. Many of them don't think about it. Some don't even know it. Okay. That's truth, except for the fact that you're just projecting out into the world, right? Okay, empirically, I'm sure there's some men who have had their lives improved, but it's intangible. It's ethereal, ethereal, what word am I trying to say? Ethereal, ethereal? No, it's not the word. I'm getting caught between two fucking words here, and I can't think of the one it is. Well, it doesn't matter. Point being... It is not tangible, right? It's not real world stats she's talking about. We don't have the the proof to actually show who benefited and who didn't by virtue of this. And my response to her was, this is a ridiculous take. There are also millions of men whose lives who went infinitely better without abortion. And I told her, when you dabble in fantasy, you make pointless points, which is true. When you throw out stupid statements like this, it'll get you know, 7,000 likes. That's what he likes. 7,000 likes. Oh my God. Yes, you're so correct, Mike. Don't these men think about all these abortions have given them such better lives? Maybe. Maybe not. On the same note, maybe there's men that really could have used 
a kid in their life to stop them from going down a different path. Maybe the great love in their life actually is the one that had that baby and they fucked it up by getting an abortion. Maybe that love in their life is the kid that got aborted. Maybe their lives would have been successful because they learned they had to buckle down. So many people I know, myself included, buckle down because you go, I got somebody I need to provide for now. I can't be fucking around. I can't be going out and getting hammered every night. I can't be, you know, going and doing drugs all the time, whatever it might be, whatever your poison of preference is. I can't be, whatever, dabbling in uh, the Vietnamese sex trade any longer. Yeah, get away from me, lady boys. Point being, your life's going to change either way. This is like a Schrodinger's cat experiment, right? Where you don't know until you look. The looking in the box to figure out which way the quantum uh, you know, atom is going to move, well, that just turns out to be which way the abortion goes. But to say that, you know, the way she's portrayed is like, oh, well, everybody ended up with better lives because of abortion. No, bitch, there's a flip side to that coin where a lot of people had much worse lives. And you know what? The worst lives of all? The kids that got aborted. I mean, if we're going to fuck around with fantasy, let's imagine the lives of all of those kids. A lot of them may not have turned out to be in great circumstances. A lot of them may have turned out to be fucking great kids and great adults. They might have given a lot to society. Who's to say? Who is to say? But it just aggravates you when people make stupid statements like this that have no basis in anything and get tons of likes. And they think they're making a salient point when all they're doing is fucking jerking off. Ah, annoying, man. Annoying. So that was one thing. And this is just going to be a quick, you know, these are, these are shorter episodes. The other thing I wanted to talk about here is just actually, you know, now nah, I'll stick to this one. I was going to go off on another tangent too, but fuck it. So I just saw this reason article. <laughs> Harvard students slam autism awareness panel as violently ableist. Can we just euthanize all of Harvard? Can we just, can can we get rid of them? How many hours, how much time, how much money, how much parental, uh, you know, looking over the shoulder, how many tiger moms, although I guess they, they, you know, Harvard doesn't allow Chinese people or Asian people in anymore because they were just too damn good at getting into Harvard. So, you know, can't allow that too successful, but how many hours have these kids paid or have, have they put in to go to Harvard to become actively stupid people? actively ignorant, actively, uh, completely in avoidance of basic common sense, right? They're going to graduate with degrees and God knows what, and half of them probably won't even deserve them because, you know, Harvard, like all these other institutions is changing the way it does its business to push people through because so many people that weren't prepared, they kept pushing up there because of different programs would fail out. So you got to change, you know, and it's not for the better. But listen to this shit. The Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center. Great name, guys. Rolls off the tongue. The Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center is a teaching hospital affiliated with Harvard. It was going to host a panel on autism titled Autism Awareness, Thinking Outside the Box. Now, this didn't ever take place. Remember that. This isn't a panel that took place and had something outrageous like they're like, you know, cage up them damn autists, you know, and (laughs) round up the libertarians, shove them off a cliff. You know, it's not like they're advocating shooting autistic kids with pellet guns or anything that would really be outside the box officially. It's just a panel on trying to approach autism probably in new and interesting ways, which is something you'd think if you're a person with common sense, you'd think you'd want to hear these people out. 
that if autism is such an issue in society today, and we've been reminded that it is, is such an issue time and time again, and that autism is caused by X, Y, and Z, and it's obviously, it's on the rise in a massive amount. I don't know if this is true or not, right? They tell us it is. I tend to think that it hasn't been on the rise. I think that it just comes down to being diagnosed more and probably overdiagnosed, just like ADD and ADHD, massively overdiagnosed. So you got somebody that's got a little something wrong with him. Instead of being like, my kid's dumb. You go, oh, he's got a little autism. (laughs) That's going to get me canceled, guys. Jokes, people. These are jokes. My best friend has an autistic child. Love him to death. Very fond of the, uh, the autistic kids, by the way. But I'm not to say that autism isn't a legitimate medical condition, but I'm saying when you have the quote unquote spectrum that is embraced by the medical uh, establishment, I think things get a little lazy. And I think that parents oftentimes when they want the best for their kid and they want to make sure, you know, like I said, I think it's easier to say that your kid has autism than be like, he's just a dim bulb. Um, Again, not to take away from people that have legitimate autism, but Oh, these people petitioned to say we have to cancel this. My God, can you believe? While some say alternative ways to treat autism. Well, the change.org petition accused these panelists of promoting, quote, violently ableist views. Quote, autism is a neurodevelopmental and neurobiological disability that is not treatable or curable. Okay, that's stupid on its face. Do these idiots not understand that treatment doesn't mean chemically all the time, that treatment can mean therapy, that treatment can simply be a changing of an environment. Uh, Treatment simply means that you are altering or taking care of something, and that is treating that. I would say that when I did, when I take calls at my clients and I take an action, I am treating their issue, you know, their business issue. I am treating it. These fucking idiots. These are kids at Harvard. Like I said, were these kids dumb going in or did they have to go to Harvard to get this stupid? Anyway, I'll continue. It's not treatable or curable. It's not an illness or disease. And most importantly, it's not inherently negative. And again, nothing in this panel said it was. Autistic people at Harvard and globally have advocated in the face of ableism to defend ourselves from such hateful eugenicist logic. Eugenicist logic. Because they're trying to think outside the box and try to... And again... You would think this was a panel put together by Goebbels and Hitler to shoot autists all over the world. Like, okay, what's the best way to poison everyone with autism at once? We'll put it in the crackers. Those kids love salt. Like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> They're trying to help these people. That's the that's the point of this. Quote, by supporting, supporting such an event, Harvard is signaling that its campus is unsafe for autistic people. And that's unacceptable. Unfucking believable. Now the panel doesn't have an autistic person on it. All right, interesting. I guess that that could be a, a rational complaint. One of the panelists has an autistic child. Okay, so she has direct you know experience dealing with it. But yeah, I just this sign was this thing was signed by like fifteen hundred people, fifteen hundred people, and it got the panel canceled postponed and they will retool it. Let me ask you, other than adding an autistic person, what possible quote unquote retooling could they do that would placate the idiots that are, that are protesting it? What could they possibly say that's going to make them think that this isn't a eugenicist uh, type of argument? If they view autism as something that cannot be treated, 
what point is there of having any panel? If autism can't be treated, what is the point of having all of those jigsaw ribbons? What's the point of doing marches? What's the point of having schools? What's the point of doing anything that might interact with them? If it can't be treated, what should we do with people that have autism? Should we let them run wild in the streets? Should we ship them off to an island, the island of Dr. Autism? I mean, these people are working at counter, basically counterpoints to their own welfare. If they have autism... You're advocating for essentially a complete abstinence towards any communal, any uh, political, any educational emphasis to help you. (laughs) I just, this has got to be one of the most nonsensical things I've ever read about. I just, I can't wrap my head around it. I just, I honestly can't wrap my head around it how fucking stupid it is and how these people could get a put arms around it. Well, anyway, that's it. That's your little solo bonus show for the weekend, guys. Hope you enjoyed that rant. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the Main Lines Liberty Network. Don't forget to listen to the Boring Podcast and subscribe to that, my pure comedy podcast they do with a couple of buddies of mine. Hilarious stuff over there. And if you wouldn't mind giving me a little five-star review and a write-up, that would really help me with the old algorithms here as I try to grow the solo feed and reach more people with this, uh, the Mean Age Daydream. All right, so... Ah, good luck out there, guys. Keep uh, keep finding ways to think outside the box and uh, try not to get canceled with Harvard petitions while you do it. Adios.